Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Vetscape, the newest product for men's grooming geared towards veterans to prevent unwanted hair for your guns and ammo. It comes with a new Mop 4 guard so your balls will be squared away. With three different light filters, red, blue, and green, your favorite Juicy won't have a mouthful of pubes. So rank up your sack with Vetscape and go to vetscape.org VWB for 16% off. Your little E1s will thank you. Veterans with Benefits is proud to partner with Omni Consumer Products to bring you the first energy drink for the LGBTQ community. When you need a pick-me-up for the day-to-day -day grind and feel fabulous, reach for a Gatorade. It's delicious hot or cold. It goes both ways. Gatorade is the only energy drink that has real honest-to-god glitter in the can. You're definitely going to want to swallow this stuff. Gatorade comes in three fabulous flavors. Rainbow Raspberry, They Them Tropical Punch, and Lesbian Lemon Lime. So go out to the store and grab a Gatorade today. And visit Gatorade.com. That's G-A-Y-D-O-R-A-D-E.com. Then go delete your browser history. Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Gray Sweatpants. When you want to make everyone around you uncomfortable, it's Gray Sweatpants. Found in all major retailers and your depressing uncle's bottom drawer. Everybody that knows me personally and knows me from this show also knows that I'm really not too political. Um, I just don't want this. I don't want that kind of shit on this show. It comes up every once in a while, but not really. But in saying that, I will say this. I'm going to vote for the next guy that makes fucking water free. The fucking earth is like 80% water. Why the fuck are we paying for it? Next candidate that says free water for everybody, I'm fucking in. So with that being said, um, this week's episode, this week's guest is a really good friend of mine. Um, he once said that uh, denim is his favorite color. I'm not even sure that's a color, but that's what he said. So, enjoy. Roll you there. Ian, what's up, buddy? Not much, dude. How you been? Good, man. Welcome to the podcast that's going to change your life. Yeah? <clears throat> I'm fucking ready for it. Let's go. So, where are you at right now? I'm in uh, Alaska right now, buddy. How long have you been there? We got we got here probably three weeks ago. We're doing um, doing some live drops and then um, practicing some dog fights. This next coming coming little bit of time. So where'd you um? Where did you go after Korea? Which time? The time we were there. Oh no, dude, we were at Langley together. No, and we were at Korea together. So 1415, I was in Korea. Yeah, buddy. I was Bro. there with you. What? Dude, it was that was a fucking great part of my life, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, the well, fact that you don't even remember. <laughs> Bro, so then no, I went from Langley to Korea. So Asshole. we were at Langley together, and then you came with me to Korea. And of course, you know, I just fucking totally remembered that just now. So Yeah, I remember being in your room playing Halo. 
Okay, that's fair. That's, that's a fair remembrance. Dude, I was so fucking... Korea, for me, like, the first time was such a an absolute roller coaster because I was doing... I just put on NCO. I was doing the uh, Kira League, like, the whole league um, uh, coach for the uh, Millside rugby team there for the entire peninsula, and then I was trying to learn how to do my job. Bro, excuses aside, sorry, I forgot you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, let's start off. um, Give everybody a little, a little bit of your background, where you're from, and shit. Oh yeah, man. Um, So I was a military brat. I grew up all over the place. Um, I went to high school, and I claim uh, Northern Michigan. That's Upper Michigan, not to the northern part of Michigan. Um, And then, excuse me. A little under the weather. Uh, I've been been in for almost 14 years now. Uh, I've been all over the world. Uh, been to Korea twice. Been to Japan twice. Been to Europe. Um, been to Arizona and Virginia. TDY, even more places. Um, been doing egress uh, ejection seats the whole time, man. Yeah. So, what sparked that interest in the military? Was it like your parents? Being a brat, uh, kind of like, <clears throat> kind of like that. Um, my mom likes to say that I, uh, I've always wanted to be in the Air Force. I don't know. I just saw, I remember seeing a fucking Blue Angels VHS from way back in the day, and being like, "Man, that'd be really cool to do that." And then yeah. uh, kind of jumped into the Air Force as a scapegoat to answering the guidance question, the guidance counselor's questions of what college I was going to go to. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to join the air force, bro. You, <laughs> and then I, you, and then I did. Do you feel like you were born in the wrong time? Like, I feel like if you were born in like the Roman times, you know, you'd have an ax in your hand and you'd just be clubbing. You'd just be clubbing slaves to death. <laughs> Dude, I would, I would gladly be, be born back then. <laughs> I'll fucking try it out. Let's go, dude. You'd be like the mayor of Greece. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I'm. Got a thought about this. No, Ian. This kid looks like Thor, and the Bigfoot truck had a baby. <laughs> That's my guest today. I don't know where they found your uniforms. Um, Bro, I don't know if they took it off. Drapes. Yeah, they just took it off an old tarp and just cut your <laughs> uniform out of it. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to the show, you fucking big animal. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, you probably never listened to any of these episodes. I invite people on to shit on them for thirty minutes. <laughs> Bring it on, dude. Yeah. You thought I'm this sure was everybody gonna... knows. Yeah, you thought this was gonna be like uh, uh, me and you chit chatting about good old times. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of your tiny head and your giant body. <laughs> Remember that one time we caught you picking your nose and eating it? Yeah, you fucking nerd. Oh, <laughs> uh, so did you go? What did you go in? Did you go in open mechanical and got egress? Yeah, I went in open mechanical. I didn't have a license. I didn't have a driver's license. And the only fucking two or three jobs that I qualified for 
that allowed me to like put it on my list because I didn't have a license was egress age and crew chief. I mean, what do you need a license for? You can't even fit in cars. Well, I mean, the trucks, they're big. Yeah. I mean, well, age, you need to, you need to, you need a driver's license for age. The hell they Don't think? tell me about it. No idea. Yeah. Fucking stupid. I just work here, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, man. did you have any trouble being a giant in boot camp? I did, actually. Um, I had to, I mean, I was fucking a water monitor. So I, got to, <laughs> I got to run around all the fucking time. But, um, yeah, man, I was always up front in the front, right? So the TIs would always come out of the fucking chow hall in the old days when the chow halls were like underneath the fucking dormitories. And they'd come out and fucking see me and this guy named Matthew Verseless. This dude was like six, seven. And like fucking 23 IQ. Huh. Couldn't do two push push ups to save his life. Yeah. And um I was standing right behind him. Yeah. And they'd come up and fucking scream at both of us, man. What year did you come in? Uh I came in November two thousand eight. Okay. <clears throat> that was around that was days. about the time that was around the time I got to Langley. 2008? Yeah. Yeah. I left Minot in the, the summer of 08, I think. Oh. And, and went to Langley. I just remember, I remember meeting you, like you guys picking up shoots. And I remember yeah. you saying something stupid. And usually we, we make fun of the egress guys. But I was like, I, I remember going, you know what? That one's okay. He's all right. I forget what you said, but you said something clever, and I was like, "All right, we'll give that one a chance." Dude, I, I'm pretty sure it was about your fucking um, your stormtrooper tattoo. Maybe. Yeah, because I remember that's like the first fucking memory I have of you is like looking at this AFE dude, and he's just packing a shoot, and I see like this big ass fat ass fucking stormtrooper helmet on his arm, and I was like, "That's kind of cool, man." Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I said, but yeah, it's probably something dumb. I black out from time to time. Things come out. So, what was, um, did you ever have that, like, um, what the fuck did I sign up for moment when you were, uh, when you first came in? I didn't know. No, man. Um, it was, it's been a real weird fucking time, man. Like, um, I don't think I've ever had that moment where I was just like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah, you know, it's the, I can say like the, the biggest like akin moment to that would probably be the moment when I got out of BMT and I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, <clears throat> but it, it fucking dawned on me as like, I'm not going back home. Yeah, like, you know, you go to fucking summer camp as a kid. <clears throat> you come back home, you're like, ah, shit, shit's done, like, the fucking ordeal's over, cool, I'm gonna go back to my fucking room and watch some adult swim and fucking smoke pot or whatever the fuck you do before the Air Force. And, like, yeah, that was, like, my first real oh, shit, dude. <laughs> I'm not going home. Where the fuck am I going? Where the hell is 
Wichita Falls at, you know? That was my first real moment, like, weird, like, I don't know, out of the ordinary moment in the Air Force. Ever since then, man, it's like, oh, well, fucking go with the flow, dude. Hey, let me ask you, uh, what are your top three shows from Adult Swim back in the day? Oh, man. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force is the one that I can remember the most about. Um. Oh, what's that one with the? F- they're fucking under the sea. C Lab Twenty Twenty. C Lab Twenty Twenty. Yeah, that one. I remember that one. That one's pretty good. Jesus, dude, you got me on the spot. I gotta remember. That's it okay. wasn't Space Ghost. I tried to fucking watch Space Ghost, and I was never like I never. <laughs> really, <clears throat> I mean, um. As long as you said Aqua Team and and C Lab, dude, that's all that matters. Carl, <laughs> Carl is my spirit animal. Bro, Carl was my supervisor. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Did you ever meet Johnson? No. Jake Johnson, fucking egress dude from Langley. He still lives. Fucking, he lives up north of the bridge. But uh, yeah. I have pictures of him. I'll send them to you sometime, dude. He looks exactly like hot Carl. You put a fucking wife beater on his pants and a fucking gold chain. <laughs> Spitting image, dude. Well, I'm from Jersey, so I have uncles that look exactly like Carl. Oh, boy. <laughs> fucking, do they have the accent, too? Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> My favorite oh. from that show. They were eating Thanksgiving breakfast, Thanksgiving dinner one day, and they wouldn't let Carl in the house. And they were feeding him outside. And they're talking, right? <laughs> they they hand him a plate, and you hear a muffled voice from the outside going, "Why is this roll wet?" <laughs> Bro, I remember fucking MCP pants, the fucking big ass spider that lives oh, below their house. Oh, <laughs> Or like the fucking what was that that sandwich they ate, dude? It was like the fucking left witch or some shit. I don't like know. shake, like broke into like the manhole cover in front of their house, and like there was like some fucking deity altar, like voodoo altar in there, and it's like <laughs> Frylock goes down, like don't touch that, you can't have that shake, and he's like, I don't, why not? Why can't I fucking have this? And he fucking takes a bite of it and gets like these crazy superpowers and starts fucking killing everybody. Do you remember the episode where the girl they're at the Chinese food place and he um remember back in the day when they would have like contests with the cup where you you like peel you peel underneath the cup to see if you won? Oh yeah. And it says Carl says your dick is gonna get ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, That's not good. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Damn, dude. Those are good times. I used to watch I used to watch Adult Swim on a fucking eight inch like TV with the VCR built into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when you came in, were you single? <clears throat> no. You were married. I was, um, I was dating um, through BMT and uh, tech school. I was dating, and I got my first orders to Masawa, and I made the mistake. Well, the decision, it's turned out to be a mistake of telling my 
girlfriend at the time that the only way we could stay together is to get married. Oh, you got married to boot camp, dude? Bro, I got married right out of tech school. Took leave from tech school, went and had the ceremony. Fucking didn't I tell love, her parents. I love you guys. <laughs> tell me that story. <clears throat> it's so we were uh we were dating for seven months. Dude, let me start at the beginning. Right, so fucking roll it back to like high school. I can tell this story in my fucking sleep, dude. So, me and my buddy Nick, we uh, were bored in the middle of my fucking hometown, Menominee, Michigan, and uh, we're in uh, this the town right across the way. We get bored and we find this chalk sitting on a curb somewhere, dude. He's he's driving. He has his license. I don't. Um, so I grab this chalk, right? Just sitting out in the middle of a fucking, like, nowhere. Like, in a uh, fucking, I don't know, cul-de-sac, we'll say. So we pick up the chalk, and we're both skaters, right? So we go to the fucking skate park, and what do we do? We start drawing shit all over the fucking skate ramps, because fucking 5,000-person town, ain't nothing to do in the middle of the summer with no school. So, sure shit, we're drawing on stuff. By drawing shit, you just mean dicks, right? Nah, it gets better, dude. So we're in it for shock value, right? So I, of course, go to the most shocking thing that you could do um, and innocently draw the largest swastika known to man on the drop-in. I didn't see that one coming. All right. Yeah, right. So not any, not any like fucking racial anything in there. I was just like shock value, man. What would be the most like, oh, my fucking God, that's crazy. So I drew that. And uh, without even looking back at it, the drop-in, so I'm on the drop-in, rather, the quarter pipe, uh, Nick writes, and Frank for life. What? Bro, I can't even make it up, dude. <laughs> and it's all in chalk, so we're like, ah, fuck it, whatever, it'll wash away. So we leave. Well, fast forward, we had uh, one of his our friends was around and watched us doing it and decided to spray paint next to all of our stuff. And he put stuff like rainbows and fucking um, vans off the wall and like just, just random spray paint shit. So, of course, the city of Marinette calls in and says, hey, uh, somebody's vandalized our property and we have video of these two individuals doing it and they have our faces and shit. So Nick and I get fucking called in for court. We have to go talk to the judge and shit. And the judge looks at me, looks at my record. I don't have a record. I'm like first time of doing anything. And he's like, cool, teen court for you. My buddy gets like public service and like a bunch of a bunch of fines, like fucking $500 in fines, you know? So I go to teen court. <clears throat> so I complete my case at teen court. My mom's there, and teen court's literally like you talking to a bunch of your peers from all over the county. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, yeah, I've never done anything fucking bad, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I gotta be so here. Uh, hmm. Teen court sounds like the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, dude, it was fucking worthless. I did nothing that they asked me to do, and well, I just wrote it all on paper. They're like, yeah, so... 97 hours fucking community service, blah, 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 blah. So you asked me originally how I met my my wife originally, and I fucking rolled it way back. That is the ball that started rolling me to meet this person. 
I got asked after the fact to get on, go on to team court and like serve. So I, so I did. It was fucking time served against my sentence. So I did. And I ended up fucking hanging out with this chick and uh, this guy who were dating at the time. And then shit happened and fucking they broke up. And then I started talking to this chick. So um, that was like middle of senior year. Started dating her. She had a car. We started hanging out, doing whatever. And then I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm joining the Air Force because I don't want to I don't want to go to college. You know, I literally joined because I didn't want to go to college. Now I'm about to make senior NCO and I have to fucking have a degree. So I guess fuck me. But no, you don't. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, went through BMT, went through fucking tech school, got my orders. And I was like, ah, shit, I've been dating this chick for a little bit. I don't know shit for my own ass. So I might as well just fucking get married and uh, bring her with me because I feel like that's the only way I can bring her with, you know. Yeah. So we got courtroom married. And then she, I had to wait. I had to wait to get her command sponsored until she graduated from high school. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, dude. So, so anyone that like are just walking into this conversation, knowing that you just got married at a you know fresh out of boot camp or fresh out of tech school, this did not last, correct? No, dude, not at all. She moved over. Um, I think she moved over in like May and by, uh, July, she was already like on a plane back. Yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact, dude, we, it was so weak of a marriage. We had a fight on Thursday and by Saturday she had plane tickets from Misawa, Japan to go back to the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Wisconsin. (laughs) For reference, that's like a $2,300 ticket to buy, like, fucking snap of the finger like that. Yeah. I had a, right before I got out, I had a troop that got married. Uh, She was a lesbian. And she got married right after tech school, like, to her tech school sweetheart. Yeah. I wanted to be, like, because it was such a weird, you know, it was, like, 2016. Like, you couldn't really... And it was like, it's like touchy, you know, with the gay and the lesbian troops, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't yeah. know what to say to them, but yeah. you know, I just wanted to be like, look, your marriage isn't going to last. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It, it's so funny. Cause it's like, whether you're gay or straight, you get married that soon in the military, it's over. Like, I don't care who you are. It's not happening. Like, like winning the fucking lottery, staying together. That Yeah. But they got divorced. <laughs> of course. Of course yeah. they did. They always do. Yeah. Like. They learn the fucking lesson, man. Yeah. Ever, did I ever tell you about my uh, my um, Maury Povich moment? No, I don't think you did, dude. Okay. So I was a fool like the rest of us. I thought I was in love in tech school, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm dating this chick. And um, <clears throat> I forget, what the fuck was she? I think she was a fuels troop. That's your first problem. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she, you know, I, my first base was mine. And she, was, she went to um, Grand Forks. So we were like, hell yeah. And uh, 
she graduated before me. So like a week or two afterwards, you know, you start getting like, you know, a random phone call here and there. You don't talk as much. <clears throat> and it felt she weird. It's old. Yeah. It, you know, something, something was off. And I get this, <clears throat> I get this fucking letter in the mail saying we request your um, DNA results for such and such. <laughs> and oh no. I'm like, what? So I call her and I'm like, what the, what is this? <clears throat> I'm pregnant. I'm having your baby. I just want to make sure I'm leaving you and I'm taking everything you have. Like the dude, that was the, what? Yeah, that was almost the exact sentence she said. <laughs> and the worst part about it <clears throat> for me was she was a Cowboys fan. So I'm thinking she's having my son and my son's going to grow up to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> fucking Dallas Gables, dude. Bro. <laughs> so I go on my first deployment and I had taken the right. So I send I, I send the results. I tell them to go to the shop, not my dorm room, because I wasn't going to be there to pick it up. So yeah. my supervisor picks up my results. <clears throat> so he calls me. I'm in Guam. It's just me. It's like I'm in A1C and there's a tech sergeant with me. So they call yeah. me and they're like, Spur, we got the results. And I hear everyone in the shop going, shh, shh, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> like it was like fucking highlight of their day, dude. And I was, <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, okay, let's hear it. And all I hear is, oh, you're not the father. Oh, <laughs> bro, it was one of the best feelings of my life. Bro, I fucking bad. Jesus. I don't hate anybody, dude, but I hate that bitch. <laughs> I fucking st- rightfully so. I hate that bitch. Like, and the fact that, like, I saw, like, a picture of her kid, like, a year later, and... It kind of had like a dump vibe to him. I'm like, <laughs> you deserve that. He, he doesn't look like me, does he? <laughs> yeah, you dumb fuck, he does. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? I totally forgot the, the main ingredient of that story. The, <laughs> What's that? The kid was half black. Oh, no. <laughs> Knowing the kid was half black, she still tried to get my DNA to see if I was the... Jesus. Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking you for all you got. Yeah. You're like, ah, good luck. So Bro. yeah. That's my uh BMT love story. Bro. Every so, fucking hey, time, dude. Let let's get into your love of rugby. Now, do you just love football, just don't like the rules? And so you played rugby? <clears throat> or where did no. this so all right, I'll tell you the exact date and time that I stopped liking football. It was August, and we were playing a fucking exhibition match. I was on the Masawa Green fucking whatever nights or whatever, right? It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun was about to fucking go down. It was starting to get cool. We're fucking sitting there, we're playing like Iwakuni or Camp Zama or something like that. <laughs> I've showed up to every goddamn practice and fucking put my heart on the fucking the, the line, digging through all this fucking bullshit ass 
like running hills and drills and stupid shit like that with people in the military that are not always in attendance because they're TDY or working or whatever. But I made it a point to ask my supervisor to be at every one of those practices and fucking get out of work so I could be there. Right. So on three o'clock on this fucking afternoon, <clears throat> I get told to take my knee pads out because Joe fucking fuckface over there needs them and he can run faster than me and jump higher than me. And I was like, dude, what? <laughs> like I'm, I'm fucking here to play. You haven't played me because he's here now. And you're not only that, you're taking my pads. So I'm not going to have anything to fucking play with. Nah, dude, fuck that. And I took my fucking shit off and I walked off the field just like right then. Yeah. Middle of the game, dude. And I, I told him, I was like, you guys can go fuck yourselves. So I didn't have a sport for probably like two months. And I had been pushing off one of the guys in my shop because he was like, hey, man, you should just come out and play rugby. Come out and play rugby, man. Like, it'll be fun. Just come to a practice. I was like, ah, fuck it, man. Whatever. So came out to a, a single practice, man. And I I can I can count on, on one hand how many times I had the ball in football. And, like, I was the center of attention. Like, people were, like, running after me because I had the football. One hand. Bro. In one practice. One practice, I had the ball more times than I could fucking count. And I was just running down the field, fucking smoking, trucking these people, dude. Like, it was perfect. It was like the fuck my calling was there. Like, I could just fucking be me and, like, plant people like little trees in the field and then fucking keep going, dude. And the the, the people, the people there were, like, they were big enough to fucking keep me at bay, but they were small enough that I could and they would sit there and be like, hey, man, good hit. Like, fucking next time do this, 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 and this and give me actual feedback on it, not just, like, harder, faster, drive your feet. Like, nah, they're like, hey, man. Straighten your back. Let's actually let's do a drill like this right now. Like we'll work on one on you and like help you out. And it was it was perfect, dude. Then after that, they are they're like, yeah. So uh, we're gonna, you want to come to the social? What the fuck is the social, dude? What are you talking about? Like you we just go home and fucking sit in a bath and cry. Like nah, fam. <laughs> we're going to a we're going to a bar called My Place. Like we're sponsored. You wait, what? We're sponsored? He's like, yeah, fucking Dave gives us free beers every once in a while, and we get fucking free karaoke and shit. Bro, I found a family. It was perfect. It was bliss. It was amazing. We fucking, I learned, I learned rugby songs. I learned how to fucking hit people. I traveled places. I did things. I met new people. Like, Does the Air was, Force rugby team? We do, yeah, absolutely. We got two of them. So I have. Um, uh, I haven't been authorized PTDY to leave from where I'm at. I tried to go from Aviano and go over and try out. Um, I wasn't allowed to go cause we had a deployment out and then I tried to go from Misawa as well. And they're like, yeah, we'll send you, but we don't, we're not paying for your tickets. And I was like, well, I don't have money. So I haven't been able to like try, try out, but that sucks, dude. Yeah, but I played for um, I played for military teams, like um, 
there's a, a team called the Renegades. It's a conglomerate of the Navy, Air Force, and I think there's like two Army guys on there. And um, it's basically just like a, a randoms, like a pickup team. So like my buddy Thomas will put a, uh, a text in the chat and be like, hey, is anybody available to go to fucking the Singapore, Singapore Pie Belly 7s? Or like who wants to go to Ibiza for a 10s tournament? Or like who wants to go to Paris for a 15s tournament? Or who wants to go to Rome for fucking tens, you know? That's awesome. Like, he'll just post them out, dude. And if you're in the area, just fucking snag it up and fucking hop on the team. Yeah. So, um, what would you say, you know, what do you got? What do, how much, what do you got left? Oh, I'm sitting just about six. I got yeah. two, two bases left almost. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're definitely on, like, on the downslope. Um, what do you think your biggest takeaway from your time in the military is? Biggest takeaway, man. It's a fucking, that's a question and a half. Um, you guys, you have kids yet? <laughs> let me, let me drop this fucking nugget on you. Yes. Yes, I do. And he's coming in November. <laughs> awesome, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't po- I haven't posted it officially except for the fucking several thousand people that are listening right now. So yeah, uh, <laughs> well this episode won't this episode won't air for a few weeks. <clears throat> We're good. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's That's all good. Fucking great, dude. What are you but... gonna name him Carl? <laughs> Honestly, that's been a point of a, a contention for the wife and I. We haven't we haven't come up with a name we agree on. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's she's five one and I'm six four, so it's like maybe I'll get six foot out of him. Yeah, yeah. I'll still be able to beat his ass though. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Biggest takeaway of the Air Force, man. I don't know. Like, Probably like leadership styles and like open mindedness. Um, when I came in, I was obviously a, a fucking snobby little piece of shit teenager. Like being forced into the position of like having to like engage with and lead different personalities. Like that forced me to try and understand because of the way my personality is, uh, it, it, it forced me to like into learning about how different types of people are and like how you manage, not manage, but like motivate different types of people. Um, so, I mean, I guess leadership style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, biggest takeaway for me. That and fucking tinnitus and possible testicular cancer, you know. <laughs> but those aren't documented, so they obviously don't exist. You better document it, <clears throat> bitch. <laughs> you document everything. I documented bad breath once. <laughs> just, just fucking a, dude. Fuck, man. Okay, hey, before we get out of here, did you watch the Halo show? I watched the first couple episodes, man. I'm not going to lie. I was not impressed. It is bad. Don't even watch it. Was, it. Yeah. Like, he took the helmet off, and I was like, nah, I'm Bro, done. Bro, first episode. 
The first I was like, I'm done. I knew, I knew when they were making the show, I'm like, all right, they're going to take his helmet off. But the first fucking episode, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Way to fucking ruin, like, literally everything that anyone has ever come here for. You're like, ah, you want the beans? Here's the fucking beans. Yeah. Go away. Um, oh, by the way, we got seven more episodes. Like, you want to watch those? Nah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Episodes that aren't even about Master Chief. Bro. It's bad, dude. Like, they make such bad TV nowadays. Yeah. Like, you ruined Halo. <laughs> Fucking, I was done with it, dude. I was like, you guys... Like, if, if they had made, you remember those old videos, like, that were, like, uh, of the, the Spartans and the fucking Groots, like, going at it in, like, some desert urban fucking environment? Yeah. And, like, the UNSC trooper, like, gets fucking pinned to the wall by a needler, and, like, <clears throat> there's, like, Groots coming in with fucking, like, grab hammers and shit, and it looked, like, it was CGI, but it, like, looked like it was, oh, my God, like, that is a good fucking movie. And then they pulled the plug on it. That's what I thought the show was going to be, dude. Yeah. And, it and then they fucking... Nah. He has sex. Was, uh... Master Chief has sex in the Halo series. Like, what? <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> he has, like, no... If you read the books, man, he has, like, no fucking emotion. Like, at yeah. all. Like, except for Cortana. Like, that's supposed to be the heartstring they're pulling on. Yeah. And, and nope. I want to say, Jesus. I want to say, and I don't even care about ruining it. Like, I can't remember exactly because I was in such a rage watching it. But like, I, she becomes Master Chief at the end of that season, or some stupid like that. There is really some stupid thing that happens at the end. Like, it's 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 unwatchable. Yeah. Like, like I don't I'm know. Glad I didn't fucking. Why you wouldn't take. Halo, you know, Halo Reach and just make that a movie or a TV show. Like, to me, Halo Reach was the, one of the best stories. Yeah. Halo Reach and or, like, the book that covers, like, the build-up to Halo Reach, those two, like, when the freaking Cole Protocol is, is, is kicked in and, like, all the, everything has to scatter and, like, all of a sudden they need a fucking new flagship and they have to, like, pull Pillar of Autumn fucking Boneyard and, like, it was an old construction ship and they had to like build it up. And there's like this whole like build up and this amazing plot line of like how like we're overcoming and like this huge fucking ship that wasn't supposed to be is now like the most badass ship because they didn't think about it and they're fucking whooping ass. And then like, they're like, nah, fam, here's master chief in a shitty, shitty costume. We're going to take his helmet off. And now he's going to have sex. Like, yeah. bro, wait a few, my boy. <laughs> you ruined my boy. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. Um, do you have do you have any stories without naming names of uh, a shitbag troop you came across? Bro, do or- I ever? Because <laughs> I love those ones, dude. So we were most recently. Uh, at one of the bases, I'll try and keep this as vague as possible without fucking doing doing everything else. You know what I'm saying? But um, right. we were at one of our one of my bases recently, and um, I had this troop that didn't 
like had skated their whole entire career through like getting like in right they got shit for marks in bmt they got shit for marks at their last base but none of the supervisors like documented anything so when they got to the base that i was at they had a two on their epr and like i was like how the hell do you get a two okay cool and easy i got so, a two. <laughs> well that was back when fucking fives were like supposed to be like the firewall but like now it's hard to get less than a three but anyways we we spend probably three months trying to figure out why this person got a two at their last base if there was no supporting doc so like we're no shit fighting for this person we're like hey, hey you know you want to cross train to osi you want to do all this cool shit like Let's go. Let's help you out. And then we're digging and we're digging and we're digging. Come to find out their supervisor was the QA person at the base that we were at. So we're like, shit, let's go to the fucking source. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Airman Snuffy? Nah, here you go. Here's all the paperwork we wrote. And it's like some crazy shit. Like they don't know what a screwdriver is in maintenance. (laughs) <laughs> they don't know what righty tidy lefty Lucy is. They don't pay attention. All they want to do is like get out because the military is all about fucking bigotry and racism and sexism, like you name it. And they put it on like this doctrine of shit. Like they're like, nah, I want to get out because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, all the, all the maintainers do is like talk about dick and fart jokes and it's really offensive and they like, they just want to kill each other and kill themselves. And it's like this wild, crazy like world that they live in. And they're like, yeah, I just want to get out. We're like, Oh, okay. That's a little weird. Got it. So fast forward a couple months and we start seeing it and like, Oh, by the way, this one part that isn't made anymore gets damaged because Aaron Snuffy fucking cranked the shit out of it, broke it, and now we have to order it from the fucking boneyard. We have to we have to wait three months to get it there. Like the whole time they're bitching and complaining like, you guys hate me. I'm fucking I'm not liked here. And we're like, hey, do you wanna come out to the barbecue later? Like we bought a bunch of steaks and stuff. Oh no, I don't eat steak. Yeah, just the okay. one we bought you some like vegan steaks and stuff like that. Like, no, 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 no. I got other things to do. It's like, okay, cool. First of all, your credit card should have been declined. If you tried to buy a fucking meatless steak. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. That register. I want to be like, this is just, no, not good here. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the, the amount of shit that we're bending over backwards for this person to try and like bring them into the group. And they're just fighting us the whole fucking way. And then, like, finally it gets to where that person goes to the shirt and the shirt goes to the senior. The person goes to the senior. And, like, I'm sitting in a room now with my flight chief, the senior, the shirt, uh, myself, and the person. We're all sitting there, like, trying to figure out how to get this person exactly what they want, which is fucking batshit crazy to me. If I have to spend this much fucking time with this one singular person, Maybe that's enough evidence to be like, this person's insane and they need to be like kicked the fuck out. So come down to it. All right. 
we're going to get this person a job, this airman a job, uh, delivering ROM meals, right? So restriction of movement, for those of you that don't know, uh, during COVID and everything, if you had to, like, quarantine for whatever reason, you weren't quarantined, quote unquote, you were restricted movement. So meaning you couldn't leave your room. Um, so people had to bring you food. That's their whole job. That's all they do. Three times a day for about 20 or 30 minutes each time you drop off food to your flight, your, your section of 100 people. Whoever's in ROM, so probably about 20 people, you drop off food to them. That's all you had to do day in and day out. You worked for an hour and a half a day. We got this this airman a job for it. The senior went out of her way to like be like, no, 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 no. You're not going to get this, and you're not going to get this. We have a person already for this. So propose the idea where like, hey, you're going to deliver raw meals, Airman Snuffy. And they're like, oh, that's great. That's a great idea. I don't have to work maintenance. Like, this is going to be fun. Cool. Fucking, all right. You work these days, these hours. Wait, I have to work on the weekends? Yeah, dude. They got to eat on the weekends. Like, yes. Oh, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mind blown, dude. Mind blown. That was, and I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough time to fucking do all the documents and like everything happen in the amount of time that that person had left at my base. So we had to we had to kick the can. I felt terrible for it, man. And yeah, yeah I got a sh- I got a call from the sheriff at the next base. Like, what the fuck is this person? Good luck, buddy. Here's everything we documented. Bye. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey man. Uh, before we wrap this up, we're gonna go into the bonus round, okay? Bonus round. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. So answer the your best ability. <clears throat> Who's got the best fries? Um, fuck. Uh, I can tell you exactly where it is. I don't know the name of it. I think it's like Ricky's. Ricky's. Yeah. It's fuck, on the fucking. Not a place, okay? It's like some guy you know. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking burger place in Phoenix. No, I'm not talking about some local fucking burger place in Phoenix, Arizona. You prick! Oh I... my god. Ricky's. All right. Yeah. Fine. You know what? The best fries come from fucking Chick-fil-A. You say Chick-fil-A? I did. Chick-fil-A. Okay, okay. That's an acceptable... That's well, that's well enough known. Fucking Ricky's. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Favorite Tarantino movie? Uh, Probably Kill Bill. Kill Bill? Okay. Okay. Um... What was your favorite show growing up? TV show? Um, somewhere between Digimon and Darkwing Duck. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty wide fucking <laughs> birth. <laughs> okay. Final question. <laughs> if you were in Mortal Kombat, what would your fatality be? Ooh, I'd fucking rip somebody's spine through their butthole and beat them to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I haven't thought of that before. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> came out pretty quick. <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, let's get out of here, dude. I appreciate you doing the show, bro. 
yeah, man, I appreciate it. And if uh, if anybody wants to, if everybody's fucking wanting to listen to any more fucking veterans go back and forth, we got a, a group of us on uh, on stream that I, I, I have. So you just fucking find me on OG Darkwing Duck on Twitch if you guys want to. Yeah, I'm too old for Twitch. Bro, you're not too old for anything, right? Yeah. You're beautiful. Look at you. Stay golden, pony boy. And with that, let's end this episode. <laughs> Laters. All right, buddy. Veterans with Benefits is 100% organic and cruelty-free. The show is produced by Low Cash Productions, written and directed by Roland Spurbeck. If you or anyone you know is in crisis, please call the Veteran Crisis Line at 855 855- Five two one one three one seven.